Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi guys, my name is Kat. And my name is Letitia. And you guys are listening to Don't Tell Mum, which is the episode where we read out your guys' juicy confessions and, you know, give you guys our two cents. But this time we actually have a voice memo. So <gasps> if you guys ever have a voice memo, make sure you send them through because this is so fun. So fun. I love hearing your voices too. Hi besties. I'm 15 years old and I've been playing basketball since I was eight. But lately I've started to feel kind of anxious before my training and games and I think I'm starting to build up like performance anxiety. I'm a pretty skilled player if I do say so myself and I think that's why I sort of set such high demands on myself. My parents really want me to continue and they're very driving. But I guess my question is should I keep fighting and hope that I get the joy of basketball back or should I stop? Oh, this is tough cuz I tough. I've been through this with both of you, mm. both Deja and Tisha. Yeah. So with Tisha, she was an incredible surfer. She used to compete. Well, um, you did like national competitions. Did didn't states. You? Oh, you State did states. titles. And you were amazing. And the thing that kind of made me so invested was – you only picked up surfing when we moved to the Gold Coast mm. and you within a year you were competing in really tough competitions. Yeah. So you were naturally just really good at surfing mm. and you loved it. And I think it was really hard for me to accept your decision when you were like, no, nah, I don't want to you know, do this, it's making surfing not fun. Yeah, it was when you said that to me, when you were like, I love surfing so much, but competing is actually making me hate it Mm. I think it's like naturally for me as well when I was doing that it all happened so quick and then there was all this pressure around it and we weren't in the best financial state and you guys were putting so much money investing into me and then if I would do bad like you guys weren't happy Mm. and no offense but that literally ruined everything I was just like F this, I'm not doing it anymore because I can't stand the thought of like wasting money for no reason. Mm. And yeah, I feel like there was just so much pressure around competing and it wasn't because I was, I felt bad losing. I didn't care about losing. I didn't care about winning. I surfed because I love to surf, but I didn't want you guys to put your money in and then me let you guys down or let other people down. Like there were so many people who were like rooting for me mm. and that is what like made the pressure too much. Yeah, letting pe- other people down. Yeah, like I didn't care about my results but when other people were like, you know, if I had sponsors or people who were like relying on me to do well or make up for what I did the year before, it was just too much. Yeah, Sure. And it really did. I just, I, I mean, I still love surfing and I still loved it at the end. It was just, just the competing side was so full on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it was just like, that was my whole life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. 
And I think Deja kind of was different. So she was doing gymnastics, training 16 hours a week at like, how old was she, you reckon? I don't know. Like eight or nine. Mm. Really, really little. 16 hours a week. That's insane. Mm. It was like four days a week, four hours each time. She had little abs. Like she had rock solid abs at her age and she was just a machine. She started off loving it thrived off it wanted to train every single day like she was obsessed with gymnastics constantly doing the splits Mm. you know constantly going to the park and doing gymnastics like she just really really loved it then she got to an age where it was just getting too much Mm. and it was you know starting to impact her social life she couldn't go to birthday parties and she was starting to I guess not be in love with gymnastics and that was probably harder for me to come to terms with because I could see how amazing she was but she just didn't want to compete and she Mm. didn't want to train anymore and I didn't want her to regret it too because for me I my parents put me in piano lessons (laughs) I bloody hated piano (laughs) I wanted to do dance, but they wouldn't let me. And I remember like being like, oh, I hate piano. And so they pulled me out and I was like, oh, I wish they kind of pushed me a little mm. bit because I could be like Alicia Keys or something. True. <laughs> you'd, be no, you'd have a cool skill. Yeah. And I didn't want you guys to be upset with me if I was like, okay, cool. You don't have to do sport anymore. Just mm. do whatever you want to do. Also, I think sport is a great thing for like keeping kids grounded because I didn't have sports or piano and I just got into all the wrong things. Mm. Um, So that was another reason why I didn't want you guys to quit. Yeah, well, I did gymnastics as well. Yeah. But I don't even remember why I stopped. So back then... Because I feel like it was financial. It was definitely financial. Because I regret quitting. I wish I really? did that for longer. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I love gymnastics. It was definitely financial and it was also cuz back then I was I had three jobs. So like trying and remember the gym that gymnastics teacher didn't want me to drop and go. He wanted me to stay there and watch you. <laughs> and I was like, I got places to be, I got money to make, I can't do this. Mm. So it was just like such a bad time in our lives. Like I remember Every month we would have to pay this bill and I was like, where the hell am I going to get this money from? But I didn't want you not to have gymnastics Mm. because I didn't want you to get involved in the wrong thing. So it was like a high priority of mine. I was like, I don't care if I have to go without whatever, I'll make it happen. Mm. But it was probably a financial thing in the end. That's the thing. Sports are expensive. So maybe your parents will understand. (laughs) (laughs) Because (laughs) like it isn't a joke, you know. I think just being open and honest with your parents is probably the only thing you can do. Mm. But make sure you're sure about your decision. And another thing you can do, so what happened with Deja is we enrolled her into a different gymnastics, which only required her to go twice a week and there was no competitions. So maybe that's the same with basketball. Is it basketball? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
maybe you can do. I thought you were talking about me. I was like, I didn't play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe you can look at joining a different club or maybe, you know, starting your own thing where you play basketball with a few friends Mm. once or twice a week and it takes that pressure off, but you're still keeping that skill because maybe later on down the track, you figure out, oh, actually I miss it. I want to go back and you don't have to train, you know, as hard to get your skills back because you're still being training somewhat. Wow. So true. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, because, like, that's the thing with gymnastics. I was like, I wish I stayed because I was such a tank. Like, I was so strong. Mm. Like, I was the same. I had little abs. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. I got to pull up that photo of Tisha. She's, like, eight years old and she's got my heels on and she's got her leg. Oh, my God. (laughs) Embarrassing. I actually have to find that photo. She's, like, holding her leg up next to her face and she's so proud and it's just the funniest photo I everyone's think everyone's got the worst photos of me I have they're not the worst they're just like what just you do as a kid imagine digging up some of my photos how embarrassing <laughs> but you'll never see them <laughs> <laughs> yes I did really want to push you because I feel like if I was given the opportunities to do something that I wanted to do, I feel like I would be really successful at it. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was dance. I wanted, and I wanted to do gymnastics as well. I wanted to do those type of sports, but my mum, you know, growing up in the Philippines, she had this money mindset of not wanting to spend any money. Mm. So would never take me to dancing lessons or anything because she would always say it's a waste of money so I always felt that if I had the opportunity of like going to dance lessons and getting invested in all that sort of stuff my life would be completely different Mm. completely different and so when I had little girls I was like I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure they go to ballet lessons, to dance lessons, to gymnastics, to whatever they want to do. And it wasn't like I forced you. I would just be like, so you like dancing? Like if you were like dancing to the wiggles or whatever, mm. you know? And I'd be like, you know, one day you could be like a performer like them and you, the you guys hell? would get like excited. You did plant seeds <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I remember once I was listening to like Willow Smith and you were like, you know what she does to get really good at singing? She records voice memos and then she listens back and then she records them again. <laughs> and I would sit in my room for hours doing that. <laughs> and then a few years later, you're like, you should go on The Voice. And you <laughs> made me record that embarrassing video of me singing. Well, they're healthy seeds, right? And it's seeds of like, wow, I can do that. Because for me growing up, my mum was always like, no, you can't do that. You're not smart enough. You have to be a teacher. <laughs> so she really shut on my dreams. Whereas with you guys, I wanted you guys to know that you can literally do whatever you put your mind to. Mm. And I wanted you to know that it was achievable, you know, with time and effort. I didn't want you to think that that was something that was unachievable. Like I talked to Arnie Mel about this as well. And Arnie Mel um, said to me, I wish when I was a teenager, somebody told me that it was achievable for a person like me to buy a house. 
and she really regrets that she didn't believe that she could because it affected her life and she's not like a homeowner at the moment. Yeah. Because when you grow up and you believe that you can't achieve something, why the hell would you go after it, right? Yeah. But if you grow up and you think, wow, that is something I can achieve. Maybe I will try dance lessons. Maybe mm. I will try this. And yeah. you kind of work towards it. So no, that's so true. Because I've grown up getting told I couldn't do this and do that and I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> Just to piss them off. <laughs> you know, that is crazy though. Yeah. yeah, I feel like in sport, I feel like sometimes I was living through your dreams. Really? It was annoying, yeah. Sports? Yeah. Like surfing? Just everything in general. I feel like I, I, I lived your childhood, but the way you wanted to live it. Does that upset you? No, it's just okay. weird. Okay. As long as it doesn't upset you. I feel like you and Deja have learned a lot from me. And what I love about you and Deja is, which I never had, was my mum would tell me her opinion and I would get so angry and not believe it at all and not take on any part of what she said. But when I talk to you and Deja, you actually listen to me, which like blows my mind because I think, wow, kids don't listen to their parents. (laughs) You are my mom. I know, but a lot of people don't listen to their moms and dads. I do. I'm selective though. You are very selective, but I'm glad that you do take on some things, like especially with the personal development side of things too, because for me, starting to read like self-help books and, you know, change my mindset around money and my life and all that sort of stuff really did change Mm. my entire life. And I would tell you these things or you would see me listening to podcasts or you would see me listening to audiobooks and I'd tell you, you know, what I was doing. And, you know, you'd be 16, 17 at the time and now you're like a big self-help person. Mm. And you love reading books, but you hate reading fantasy books because you feel like it's a waste of time, which is so me. It is a waste of time. <laughs> Why read that when you could, you know, use that same energy and learn valuable life lessons? Well, see, that's like, I'm. it's like I'm looking into a mirror right I now know. because that's exactly what I say. Well, it's so weird because when I do read these books, I think I've said this before, but I'm like, what the hell? My mum already taught me this when yeah. I was 60. I've been... I've been manifesting since I was five years old. Like, yeah, <laughs> this isn't anything new. And it's so bizarre to like see our lives completely change, but we're all like in the same kind of era right now. Mm. Even Deja at 12 is such a little influencing mm. boss and she's like creating content. You know, she doesn't listen to the haters because of the advice that we've probably both given her. Yeah. Like, it's just weird to think that. Well, that's what happens when you're a parent. You put the life skills and everything you know into your person. That's why Deja is the way she is. Yeah. Because of the way you guys have brought her up. And that's the reason why you're the way that you are. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) So my advice to Carla would actually not be to keep fighting but my advice would be to talk to her parents Mm. tell them that you know she still loves basketball but the pressure of competing is getting a bit too much and you could probably even throw in like 
you're starting to you're about to go into year 11 you're about to go into year 12 and you really want to focus on your studies that's a good one it's a good one um but just letting them know that maybe you will go back and that's why you only want to do it for fun but right now the competing is just getting too much because I feel like if you keep fighting you're just going to end up hating Mm, it yeah what do you think no I agree just Listen to your mind, talk to your parents, and they'll come around, Mm. I'm sure. The thing is, like, if you're just honest with them about how you're feeling, they'll understand eventually, so. For sure. Yeah, just talk to them. Alrighty, guys. Well, this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Make sure you guys send us in your juicy confessions, and you know you might be featured in an episode. All right, we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Okay, bye. bye. Basically Besties is recorded at Amplify Studios, hosted by us, Letitia and Kat Clark, and produced by Fenella Jamison. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of the lands and waters this podcast is recorded on, the Kumbamari people. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.